Hello friends, it's Pat Kirch here. I am here to introduce you to the first episode of the 8123 podcast, which is something that me and Garrett have been talking about doing for quite some time and are finally doing it. Um, not really sure where it's going to go exactly, but um, you know, we're going to have conversations with, with people and with ourselves about music and life and, and every, everything in between, and it's all going to be somehow tied into what 8123 means to you guys and to, and to, to all of us. So it's going to be people that influence us or that we're friends with or that are part of 8123 behind the scenes or anything. Talk to, to some of you guys and, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a deep dive into some of the, the albums that we've put out and, and things like that. So um, I hope you enjoy this first episode with Halvo. Um, many of you probably know him from a rocket to the moon or just from him being a cool dude on the internet. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we end up, uh, talking about, uh, rocket for, uh, for a bunch of it along with, with other things in his life. But, um, I think he, he talks about the band in a different way than I've, I've ever heard him talk about. Um, and kind of, I, I learned, you know, some of his insight into what they were thinking when making certain decisions and stuff. So, um, I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I will talk to you soon. Take care. Can you hear things okay? Yeah. Hold on. He needs his liquids. <laughs> I'm on uh, creatine right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to <laughs> trying to get jacked. Trying to get jacked. <laughs> so I need to drink a lot of water. I get <laughs> it dries you out. It makes you really thirsty. <laughs> so I have to be constantly <laughs> flowing of fluids. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm on a multivitamin, which makes my pee bright yellow. Ugh. <laughs> Fish oils, which makes my skin leak. Oily. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, thanks for thanks for coming coming by the studio, man. The first guest. <laughs> the first guest. Thank you for having me, Eric Halverson. Welcome. I feel welcome. I was <clears throat> I was thinking the other day about I th- I think this is the first time that we met. And today, correct me today. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, it was you were doing a show with bad motivation in my backyard at my parents' house, and there was a boat. Oh my god! You had a squeaky chair. Um, there was a boat in the pool, and me and John were in the boat, yeah, paddling around, and you guys were playing. For like ten people, maybe. For like ten people, and I, I think, I think Tim charged like money to get in. <laughs> no, actually, he, he, he definitely he did, did for sure. Um, um, that was the first time we met. I yeah. Damn. Really. I and like I m- must have been in like f- fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, because it was you a, were in. Um, I think it was eighth. Grade. I think that would have been eighth grade, and the only reason why I know that. Is because that was the same day that uh, Urethra Chronicles two came out. Came out. Wow! And I, my dad made me leave the show after we played because I had to like, I don't know, maybe I was grounded or something. Uh, but everybody, I remember those days. Everybody was like uh, planning to watch Urethra Chronicles two, and, and I think <laughs> I. You couldn't. I think I was like heartbroken <laughs> that I couldn't. I'm, I couldn't I'm watch it. Sure, you were. I was <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> I was a little obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the days when uh, you'd get if you got grounded, like you maybe weren't gonna play a show, yeah. or like yeah. you had to leave. Yeah, like right after. Sure. Uh, <laughs> my mom actually used to. She wouldn't let me play shows unless I got haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> so there were numerous times where like. She would drag me to Supercuts or something before the show. 
like early in the morning <laughs> before the show. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I wasn't allowed to play. And I would, so if you like see old pictures of me playing shows, I always had your like hairs are terrible <laughs> haircuts. I remember I got grounded one time because we were passing out flyers uh, at the movie. Th- you know, you just go to the movie theaters and yeah. pass out flyers to whoever the fuck was there. Yeah, <laughs> like like some old guy is gonna go. That's gonna go see like. I don't know, whatever movie is going to go to your show at <laughs> right. that Big Fish pub. But you just did it. And we what were playing Chinese restaurant. <laughs> the uh, play. Red Dragon or Lucky whatever. Dragon. Or Lucky Dragon, yeah. And uh, we were passing out flyers at the movie theater. And then did you ever go to Stratum, Laser Tag? Yeah. So there was the movie theater across the freeway. And then Laser Tag was on the other side of the freeway. And we right. just crossed the freeway. And we got in so much trouble. Yeah, that's dangerous. Well, it was the bridge. It wasn't like <laughs> running across oh, a freeway. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I think John did that one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he was drunk though. And, and there was water. <laughs> there was water too. Yeah. Holding his phone above his head, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> that's mean, like super river. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, maybe he can tell that story on yeah. yeah. your guys' show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he wants us to share that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's yeah, that's old awesome. old times. I think the first time I met you, you did you guys ever play outside of a movie theater in Gilbert? Uh, outside of a movie theater, I don't think so. I I, rem- I remember the first show. I think one of the first shows you guys played together was a uh, Battle, Battle of the, the Bands at the uh, Hard Rock. Yeah, and we kicked your guys' ass. Yeah, but I feel like we beat you in another battle. No, of you beat the, uh, at the okay clubhouse. We, we beat you at the clubhouse. I know because you brought because you brought like and a you mo- brought like a hundred and three people to the show, <laughs> yeah. and we brought like ninety people to the show. Sure, that like, shit was so fucked because yeah. I because I <laughs> it's, had like, it's a scam because yeah. I had like a ton of uh, like competitive resentment towards you and all of your bandmates. Yeah, and I'm sure you. I guys just never thought it. about you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, and then yeah, so like Tony, fuck Tony back then, you know. But but now like, here He's we like are, we're great friends, <laughs> really yeah. good friends. Yeah. But yeah, these shows just made everybody like competitive about it's, playing music together. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucked up. So stupid. And I think yeah. that kind of even bled until like later. It was like you c- there was something about like a local band you always wanted to do better. Yeah. You always wanted yeah. to like Which which I think also is what drove bands to get bigger and be, be- and be that's be, true, yeah. be better and stuff. Was like if if there wasn't that competition, I like wouldn't have had the urge to like Try to work be, harder. Yeah, to, yeah. to work yeah, harder, and yeah. you know, you you, you want to save up more money so you can make an EP that's recorded sure. better, and you want to bring yeah, more but people. There, then there'd be things like, remember show of the year, and it was like, uh, the first three bands were like it was us, Ann Arbor, and I said to kill. And yeah, we, whoever, like, who, whoever whoever sold most tickets played first, second, or third. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> yeah. It's a scam. It's Dude. a scam. And it's then, but it's like, and then... And I then we, we fucking sold, like, just those three opening bands sold half the tickets right. for the yeah. entire show. That's but how that's how all the Battle of the Bands work. And then yeah. your band finishes, and then everybody leaves who paid to come see you. <laughs> and it's like... And like the headlining band no one watches. Yeah, there's no scene being created. It's yeah. just like, oh, here's all my friends from, from high school. school yeah. And yeah. then <laughs> we're going to leave. Totally. <laughs> Um, I but think then, then we became really good friends uh, at your guys's uh, beach, beach house. Beach yeah, house. Yeah, that's we what played I, volleyball together, and then it was like, yeah. oh, I, I don't, I don't like, <laughs> I don't, I don't dislike this person. That's when I met John too. Was that trip? Yeah, I, I had I had met you and stuff, but I wasn't really I mean, like Max and everyone. I I wasn't really I didn't know very well. Sure. And Jared got his PCP or his PSP. <laughs> no, he wasn't there Storm. when I was there. Oh, okay. I that, didn't really. That, meet that was that was that a different year. After. Yeah, I didn't really meet Jared until he, on that tour. Yeah, that he toured with us. Toured yeah, and filled in at the time. Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, weird to think about. One of the one of the things from like early on when I met you, I think that I rem- rem- remember most is that you were, I think, like like me that you were just like obsessed with bands and dug through watched every blink dvd like like you're talking about you know you were heart heartbroken that you couldn't watch the yeah. the dvd and you were always like 
probably more than anyone else, like discovering new bands all the time and just like obsessed with the scene. You yeah. were like, you know, you would. It was weird. I I, I remember you writing into AP. Yeah. To like and like and like you got like like, I a, got like a, you got published. <laughs> you got published. Um, probably would have freaked out if I. I, <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah. But you know, I think. What's cool is that I think probably more than anybody you haven't lost that. Yeah, maybe. In in like different ways, but like you're still going to just as many concerts probably or or more as you did back then and you're still like trying to discover new bands. Sure, and yeah. you know, you, you, you went from, you know, I remember you were on the the fan club for for uh, for uh, th- uh th- for thrice. Oh, yeah. And like you know, so you 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 had that that thing, and I think that I don't know. I guess w- what do you think has caused you to not lose that? Where like most most people get like uh, jaded and like don't have that urge to like you know go to concerts after they've played thousands of them, and you know. It's funny because we were just kind of talking about getting jaded at lunch about <laughs> like shows <laughs> that. Uh, like that I'm going to now. Um, I don't know. I, I think, you know, it comes and goes in, in waves of like obsession where it's like, we, we were talking at lunch about how, uh, certain bands like don't excite you the way that they did or like shows can become predictable or whatever. But then the stuff that really makes an impact is like, I just saw a, a band called King Cruel, um, play like a, a month ago or whatever. And I had no idea what to expect to that show. And like, and like seeing that was just as exciting as seeing, you know, thrice back in the day or something like that, where it's like, holy shit, this, this dude is doing something really interesting and out there and like, yeah, uh, something that I'd never seen before. So I think maybe that's the wonder of like something new and, uh, unfamiliar for me is like what what keeps me involved and like learning about how people are are creating music and keeping it interesting and stuff so yeah um, i mean it's like but i find uh you always send me music and stuff and you're you're always like i mean some of the, my favorite stuff i've listened to in the past two years is stuff that you've you've sent me like uh that band twin peaks and stuff is oh like yeah. um I, had, I never heard of them and then you know that's like they were like right up my alley. I, I was like, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, if I was if I was to start a band right now, this is it's like a very Garrett band. Yeah, it's like this weird Stonesy slash like Velvet sure. Underground Beatlesy thing. But it's like you're still searching that, and then you're kind of throwing it over to other people and yeah, sending it, which is cool. At thirty, you're thirty, twenty nine. I. Yeah, I I think it kind of went away for a while too, but then like when I kind of well, Twin Peaks was a couple of years ago, but uh when I was doing that job, that social media job, mm-hmm. do it working, I did like social media for CBGB's the old punk venue which is now like a restaurant <laughs> in the Newark <laughs> airport, but uh they're they're just a brand and I had I kind of like took it upon myself to like start uh turning the whole brand into like a, a fun music thing again and and no, that kind of reignited my like desire to like dig through blogs and uh spotify and all that stuff to find music and that like just i i that was kind of what i used to do was just like i would just sit on the computer all day and totally find, find shit and uh so i guess i don't i don't know where i'm going but that uh thanks CBGBs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reigniting my love. Well, I think I mean there's something about like it's a lot easier to find music now. I oh, feel yeah. like that, especially with things that maybe you're really into at the moment. It's like because you know with Spotify or whatever, you just go to the related artists, right? And you're just you can skip around and maybe you're not diving deep into a band, but if something like hits you really quick, then you then you can do the deep dive, and that's sure. when like you find something you really like. So it there is there's give and take with that where it's like maybe you've passed your favorite fucking band you just haven't heard yet sure and you judged it on one listen but there's also the you can you can also find something that you totally it's, love it's definitely way cheaper 
to like <laughs> yeah. discover Fair. music like, as opposed I, yeah. to like going, going to zia and buying like 10 cds that are just on the shelf like and oh, a couple heard of them, about this a couple like, of them suck really yeah bad. exactly and then you have to like sell them back for like two dollars or <laughs> something <laughs> yeah but also like it's it's so easy to like you said like you can skip over stuff like mm-hmm. i think music is such a time related thing like where there's bands that i listen to that upon first listen it made no sense to me and then like six months later you know maybe i'm happier sadder you know like just went through a breakup or something and it's like oh this is clicking Mm -hmm. so hard and becomes like a favorite record um but i think with spotify or youtube or whatever you use like it's so easy to just like mass indulge in music and just kind of skip over things because totally. it's like oh well there's a thousand other things that'll fit this mood immediately and you just forget about something yeah. that's what i have yeah. a hard time now because of that like i'll get in my car and i'll go to put something on and i don't even know what the fuck i want to listen to right and i'm like the endless you, options just, yeah, yeah it's, it's anything you ever yeah, and then you just end up going to something that you've listened to like a hundred sure. times yeah but it's like the netflix problem <laughs> yeah. Or, you, yeah. you end up just watching the office again yeah <laughs> or with yelp uh, it's like oh fuck it i'll just go to yeah i almost said subway i would never go to subway <laughs> i don't know why I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, deep down you want to go to no, subway <laughs> no, i haven't had subway in probably like four years it's good it's it's never it's never getting eaten again <laughs> but um yeah i i wanted to uh i wanted to kind of walk through a little bit of like you playing music kind of from the beginning until now a little bit um so and i, I think that the the history of you playing music and us and our band and me before it and stuff i mean it's so closely tied together like it was kind of all happening at the same time and you know and i think like the beginning of it for me was that you know i don't know if people know to like what degree but you know you and max who was our our tour manager who i think a a bunch of people will will know and um and and jared were in a band um and i was obsessed with your band yeah I was <laughs> your number one fan. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were bad. We, I mean, we were we were called bad motivation at first. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, and I think like, you know, y- you guys kind of you guys set the tone for our band. I mean, and you guys kind of laid the groundwork for what the main was able to become because I was able to learn what it was like to to be in a band and then Tim that's that's where he totally got interested in sure. the music industry which then was a you know one of the biggest reasons as to why we're here today for know? sure yeah yeah and it was just like i mean like any kind of local band as kids it was just like figuring it out as you go along and just fucking around and playing terrible shows or whatever but I think, uh, you know, maybe more so like Tim and, uh, you know, you guys, you were like, we kind of just dropped out and then it was like, yeah. oh, well, well we, can, we can keep taking this to, mm-hmm. but I, I guess more so I want to like, what, what was your back then? What, I mean, did, did you a hundred percent, like that was what you were going to do with, with, your life you were watching the drive-through dvds watching a new newfound glory dvd like you were gonna be on a bus on tour like how confident were you that like that was what was gonna happen i don't know i i would on, like honestly say probably not very confident because it was, it, was, it was just like um i think and maybe it was because not much at the time was like coming out of arizona like because mm-hmm. we had so many bands that it just seemed like existed only in Arizona or like in Tempe, you know? Yeah. And then there was like Jimmy World or something that was like, oh, they made it out like that. But it, mm-hmm. I didn't even like register that that was like really that possible to me. I think the dream was like, oh, we get signed to drive through or something like that. But um, yeah, if I think back, it, I think it was just like, almost it almost seemed like a whole nother world of like possibility and mm-hmm. uh 
and then I kind of stopped playing for like when we went to college. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like that's, that to me is like the most interesting part about what has happened to you is like you had this dream (laughs) of like being in a, being in a band, being on a record label, doing all these things. And then you just completely quit on that. And like, what was your plan at that point? Like when you're, when you were going to college and a high school, had were you, were you just like done playing music and what 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 was your what was your goal i had no idea <laughs> uh i think it was like well i went i went to school for like a year planning to do marketing or something like that and it was just miserable and then the next year i took like a bunch of random classes that i knew i would like and like found all these things i was like oh this is cool like uh certain biology things or whatever but i was also taking like uh, a photography class and i think i think the idea was like oh i'll do something with design mm-hmm. or photography or something like that and then that was kind of when like nick just kind of plopped into my our Existence. lives i yeah. guess yeah yeah uh, so really i mean it was just kind of like the fact it, w- it was the stars kind of aligning that like tim started working with nick and that Nick needed a band and I was miserable in school <laughs> and was like very <laughs> prepared to drop out at a moment's notice. And yeah, and that's kind of how it all fell into place. And then it was just like, Oh shit. Yeah. Cause you know what, to me thinking about it now, what's like crazy is like, so you have this kid that has this dream of like, you know, is obsessed, wants to be on drive through, wants to do all these things. And you're wor- you're working for it, and then um, eventually it's like it's decided like, hey, this just probably isn't gonna happen. Right. And then two years later, you are uh, back at it, and you're on the cover of AP <laughs> Magazine, the magazine that you were like <laughs> writing into. Right. You're signed to Feel by Ramen, which is the biggest record label of this scene at the at the time, especially. Yeah. You're on warp tour which was the tour that you would have been you know Killing to be like on. waiting in line to go watch these bands yeah um and you're making a record with one of the biggest producers of the scene you know sure all within a year like yeah c- could you process that or i don't i don't know if i ever you know i mean i definitely did and it's like it was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is insane. And like, definitely a huge blur at the time of like, and yeah. I'm sure for you guys too, just yeah, like, totally. what the hell is going on? Um, but you know, like I, I can't lie and say like, Oh, I, I put the time in and like to get to that place. It was just like, you know, I think it's more of a testament of like being open and being, uh, just ready to go ready to go yeah mm-hmm. like okay this is scary as shit like <laughs> I, I i know i said i was like eager to drop out but like you know being an eight 19 year old kid and like oh i'm gonna leave this thing that you're supposed to do to go do something that's like very uh unsolid you know yeah. unstable <laughs> uh it was terrifying but it was like well shit like you you got to be open and like accepting of those kinds of opportunities did you think that then or is it now looking back like oh i'm i should have been scared or was it like no i I definitely was scared (laughs) i I, I can remember like going to my mom's house and being like terrified to tell her like i'm gonna drop out and like go do this and and also like i didn't really know nick totally and i didn't really know lauren at the time all that well either and it was just like yeah like yeah i guess i could try this and then like we went and played bamboozle and it was like insane sick and then it was like all right well shit i guess i mean that's still one of my favorite shows because i remember watching you guys and and it was just fucking crazy and yeah we we all went out with you guys (laughs) and then we played like right after you guys or something on the stage right next to it and i was just like that was the first your guys' set, holy shit, I totally forgot about that. That was like, and that was like, for me, the first time I had like seen you guys, because you were kind of like, uh, that was like part of your first peak. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, but that was, that. I mean, I re- that show sits out in like my 
brain as like, because it was never like that before. No. Not at any point. We're in fucking New Jersey and there's just people. Crowd surfing. 10,000 people or something. Just going off for you guys. And I remember just standing side stage. That was like my first experience. I mean, seriously, like the first experience that I had of playing out, out of Arizona or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think we did the Glamour Kills party the night before. Or something <laughs> oh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And it was just like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, this <laughs> yeah. is mayhem. Mm-hmm. And like, and yeah, th- I just what a blurry ass time. I'll never forget looking at Lauren. Lauren's face during that was like unlike I'd seen anyone else's. It was just like the pure joy yeah. of yeah. of just living that. Yeah. Which is amazing because he still has that face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I've seen it many times since. Like, but uh, that like 8123 Fest, I remember Rocky that was playing and he's like down in the pit like filming us and like would stop and pull his camera away and just be like beaming and like, <laughs> yeah. like rocking out harder than anybody in the crowd. Like. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and I think you'll you'll have one of the more interesting pers- perspectives on this out of anyone. Um, so I don't I don't know how much people understand how weird it is that John is in a band. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, I, I guess may- maybe give your perspective on how you know, could, you know, when when you met him, what 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 he was like and what he was doing, and then. And then when you found out that he was in a band, and then when you heard the songs, and then once you started seeing it, like, kind of become successful pretty quickly, like... Yeah, he, uh, uh, well, we lived in the dorms together, and he, uh, was rushing for a frat, (laughs) 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 which is just fucking bonkers, uh... And not just any frat. It was like the brilliant frat. It was it was a very out of pocket move, like not very off brand. We were every, everybody was kind of like, "What the hell is he doing?" And then, uh, but like I think somewhere in like there, that's like before him, it's, it might have been like a, um, not like a retreating from from the band thing, but just like trying to put his head around sure. some of it you know yeah, i mean we were young and i think he yeah. was just trying to like find a find a place and it totally. was like, this is college like this is maybe what you do maybe yeah. this is what i i need to do to like become more social or something yeah. like that but like, like bef- before I don't think he was trying to like go and like you know yeah rage with a bunch of bros or <laughs> yeah. something like that but but like before be, before college you know, all of us were in bands and playing music and all these things. And John yeah. was on the baseball team. He didn't. He didn't play music or sing really. Sure. I mean, he had a guitar, but it. He, he, he wasn't was, a musician like right like like the rest of us. And he was in a circle of people that were doing this, and he didn't. Yeah, and didn't really ever like express any interest to do it, or if he, if there was any interest, it was very much uh, kind of. In his brain. In his brain, yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I remember when he told me, like, one day in the dorms, I think it was, like, after we had a party at Max's or something like that. He's like, yeah, I think we might try out for a band with Pat and Garrett or something like that. And I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what are you going to play? He's like, I'm going to sing. I was like, uh, what? Uh, yeah, it was it was very strange. Uh which is which is still just like i mean kind of continues to just baffle me uh mm-hmm. more than you know you guys i would say because it was like oh yeah of course they're going to be Ex- doing that expected, but like yeah. uh i remember when you guys were out with TBS or whatever and he like sang instead of Adam or took you know yeah. filled in for Adam that was like a real moment of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so so strange like where <laughs> this has come um yeah that's that that path is real real wonky real yeah funny. <laughs> it's odd i mean and it it like really to me it like shows that like anybody's kind of capable of sure, like doing yeah. anything and 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 becoming a different person than what they are um because he totally has branched out and became this thing that then you you can't even like as- associate that with how, what he was before. C- sure, but 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 it's still but you there. Can yeah, yeah. yeah. It it you know I think 
his excitement around music back then and stuff is was was there yeah was there and stuff i, I and again it just kind of comes back to like like being open and like ready to like okay this is something i want to do or this you know this might be terrifying but i just need to do it i mean i was talking the other day about how really absurd at the time it it was that i joined cobra starship um (laughs) and like you know definitely not something that i ever saw myself really fitting into or anything like that and i would say that's one of the like craziest changes in my life because of that Mm -hmm. band i mean joining rocket was like the 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 groundwork but then like as far as like on a kind of spiritual personal, or level, yeah. personal level joining cobra like completely flipped me upside down in 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 what way exactly or like i guess what what's the biggest change since like before that uh after i would just say it, it kind of like snapped me out of this like this haze like i feel like i kind of woke up um in a sense um from you know many years of just being like a victim to the world or, you know, like thinking Mm -hmm. that everything else was like outside of my control when in reality it's like you you can control everything. Yeah. Being around Gabe, um, and like, you know, kind of learning a lot from him. It was just like, yo, everything's in your control. It's all your responsibility to like be a better person and take action for what you want to do. And, uh, it just kind of like blew open this whole, Mm-hmm. Uh, mindset that I was living in mm-hmm. uh, very simple things but it was just yeah. like it com- like I, I kind of view my life as like pre pre, pre- Cobra and post Cobra yeah but it, I mean it's easy funny. it is easy to get into that mindset of like I I can't do something like I can't do that because I never have or like sure. it's just it's, you know like Writing a song seems so out of reach if you've never done it, but as soon as you just sit down and like attempt it, sure, yeah, and you, and of course it might suck or whatever, but like, it's all about like that first choice of doing it that like really sets your brain different and like gets you going and like down a path that like absolutely yeah, mm-hmm. and I think everybody will, I will at least myself like I still struggle with that all the time. Uh, oh, totally. I uh, me like, too. Like playing music some days I'm just like if I if I haven't played in a while or like and I sit down to try to like, you know, make something in logic or whatever and it's bad, then it's just like, oh god, like this is this is terrible. Like I should be better than this. I'm not going to make anything. Yeah, but it's about sitting it's there like, and doing yeah, it. Yeah, you you yeah. take that step mm-hmm. and you do it and then, you know, it feels so goddamn good. Oh, like, yeah. Even if, if if it sucks, it's like, you know, whether you're making art or painting or, mm-hmm. you know, playing music or whatever, like giving yourself that purpose of just like doing something and creating something. Well, and like, accepting like being okay that it might suck. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like it's so that once you get past that, then it's fine. And everything's good. Right. You're like you're in the sweet spot and you know, you can make a, million things that suck but maybe somewhere in there there's one thing that's like sure that was worth all of the (laughs) well and it's like it's a real strong lesson too of like not giving a fuck about yes what anybody else thinks because that's that's another hard thing is like like there's stuff that i've written that i'm like in the process of it and i'll just like shut down during it because it's like this is awful and like what if somebody heard this comes (laughs) into my bedroom (laughs) where nobody ever comes and they open up this laptop that no one knows the password to and mm-hmm. they play this song yeah. and they hear this. Like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody's ever going to hear this shit, like, except for you. And, like, even if they do hear it and it does suck, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, but that's a hard thing to overcome sometimes. Totally. <laughs> and that all completely frees you up from doing anything. And It's mm-hmm. like, it's, uh, you just got to be open. You got to take that yep. step. Yeah. Um, to everything, yeah. Even if it scares you. Um. Yeah. So I guess going going back from where when we were talking about bamboo, bam, bamboozle and you, you know, be, being in a rocket and then it becoming an actual thing that went from like you just being in college, dropping out, you know, like joining this band, 
And then there was the moment where you guys started a tour and you recorded a record and you became, you know, and I, in the in the in the band actually. And you you went from like before it was like Nick's thing, and then now it was a band. Like, yeah. was it was it hard for you? Because like you you eventually really found your place within the band and 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 had a large role and for the the people that were coming to the shows they con- connected with with you which which I think you know a lot of that has to do with you being such a fan yourself and being in the same perspective as sure, as, yeah. as the people that were coming was it what was that hard joining a band that was a basically a a a solo artist that began to have a little bit of success and then you joined and then it it became an actual band instead of you just you know kind of playing with them was that was that hard and kind of how did that all work out um i wouldn't say it was hard i think i think maybe there were some growing pains of like trying to figure out everybody's place and Mm -hmm. how we all fit into something that was already kind of expressed as like a a one-man Mm-hmm. Uh, show um but i think yeah like like you said it, it was just like uh the understanding that like oh there's people here that are coming to see us play and like that's insane and like i should be involved with that and like and that was fun you know like having mm-hmm. having that interaction and, and it uh so yeah i think like the empathy towards like what it's like to be a fan and uh just it, it just all felt very natural i think and it was mm-hmm. like i said it was a lot of fun to like i don't know just be involved in the scene that kind of surrounded us or you guys or whatever like and it still is like obviously i you know i haven't played in a band for a little bit but i'm still very much like try mm-hmm. to try to keep in touch with you know the kiddos out there <laughs> 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 nobody's kids anymore and yeah um I mean, from an outsider's point, like you could, I could definitely feel like you had a huge presence, like within that, with in Rocket, like yeah. I feel like there was, you, mm-hmm. I feel like you can tell when something's working really well is like when f- fans of the band have, cert- like there you you had fans like your own fans, yeah, <laughs> which is I mean that's just off of your personality and like all the f- little goofy fun things you you would do people i feel like were really like connected to yeah thanks thanks um, you're welcome yeah shout out to my fans <laughs> <laughs> um all that all the halvo fans out yeah there. i wonder if i'm one of them fuck yeah halvo still exists or not. <laughs> um, my dad's calling me he can wait um <coughs> sorry dad so how um i guess during the, the the you know i think it, it kind of happened for for both of our bands around the same time we we put out a record a couple months later you guys put out a record and it was just kind of like off to the races like pretty quickly yeah, um, it was like a battle of the bands kind of it was yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you um i'm listening sorry. did you feel like it it was happening really quick did it did it feel like you you kind of got to where you didn't think it was possible to go in a quick quick period of time or did it always feel like you were like trying to get to the next point it, uh, it always kind of felt that way for yeah. me because uh, like I, I i think for us too it you know it always just feels like you're trying to get to the next point so it's hard to like appreciate absolutely yeah and i i kind of like i mean like i said it was all it's a pretty heavy blur at this point uh yeah. But looking back, uh, it's like I wish I was a little more maybe grateful of the moment or kind of in the present of like, holy shit, what the hell is happening right now? This is amazing. Instead of like, I wish it was a little more, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And I mean, you can, someone can tell you so many times, like, appreciate this or like, you know, really cherish this. But you, you never really, when you're that young and you, have the whole possibility of like taking over the world in a sense or whatever. It's like, it's super hard to like pull yourself back and really, Mm -hmm. really get a grasp of it. You know, I think I was always grateful of the, of the situation that we were in, but it was like, I want more. 
and uh and but yeah th- you just kind of oh it's it's weird because you you feel even even if we're like headlining rooms and selling out you know a thousand cat venues or something or going to indonesia and mm-hmm. playing to like four thousand kids the first time we're ever there headlining or something it's like that shit's insane but you're <laughs> still like you still have a uh, at least i always like still had this feeling that like oh does anyone really like us or yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i mean that's yes. how i feel now yeah totally yeah i mean you guys have been a band for 10 years and like yeah it, you know it's just uh i guess that's just human nature of like being an artist is like you're you, you always have these insecurities of like what it you know what if no one likes us but I, I think it comes down to like you watching other bands like when sure, you're growing yeah. up and like you've seen like you could have been obsessed with like bands and then a couple of years later you don't give a shit for some reason and like so that's always in the back of our heads it's like oh how, like how do we keep people excited and keep sure, wanting to yeah. be part of it and so it's like and it feel it always feels like it's always like on the tip of your finger like and it could just like a little slight wind just like it's gone sure yeah you know, and so I think there's that, that that fear element to it that makes. I mean, but it also like you. I feel like you have to have that in somewhat because if you're just going out there like what? Because we've been there. I mean, we've talked about it. it's like when you're, when you're in the forever Halloween mindset, you don't give a shit. <laughs> you're just uh, like going going through the motions, and like you know, you're just like we're we're just doing what we want to right now. Right. We don't we don't care, sure. you yeah. know. Which is, I think uh, I think something too like. It's like you or I used to have this idea when I was younger that like, oh, we're not like legitimate. Like we're not we're mm-hmm. not like the real deal, you know, yep. like, yeah. oh, there's there's these bands and then there's us. There's these these these, you know, entities that are like these these are real deal bands, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. then there's us. And we're trying to get to that point, but we're not quite there. And and then like the older that I get, I'm like oh we're, these are all just the same kind of people like we're <laughs> all just doing the same thing just some people have caught in like a little bit more you know of a of a grasp on what they're yeah. doing or something it's and like everything is it's all the same we're all just like farting shit out and sometimes it sticks and like because yeah. i mean uh, i i remember feeling that way towards rocket you know when when you guys had a song on the radio and you know when when like we like we used to was um, I mean, uh, it was a hit song, you know. I mean, it's n- n- now you. it's gone, it's, <laughs> it's gone gold, and you know, it, which is something that we haven't been been able to have have happen, you know, for any of our songs. And um, well, with the streams, I'm sure you guys have gone cold. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, there's like a little asterisk on our on our gold trust, record. Trust me, like I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, purchases and like equivalent streams yeah. or something. Well, at least yeah. you don't have a bullshit gold record from <laughs> selling a hundred thousand records yeah. or something i have i that's at my at your parents house that's at my mom's house it's only a hundred thousand yeah yeah but the, i mean but, it's cool but it's like oh yeah. that's not really that's not really that shouldn't it be bronze or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like yellow <laughs> you got a yellow record <laughs> But you know, like I, I, I just remember being like very envious. I mean, I was very happy for you, yeah. but at the same time, <laughs> this it was, was like this was like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking about when the record went gold. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Pat has a knife on you. <laughs> you don't know it. <laughs> I'm talking about when the song was on the radio. Oh, sure. You know, and it was yeah. like that's all that we we wanted to happen too. You know, sure. Um, even even when when that was happening, did it? did you still feel like you you weren't in like a legit band uh sort of or like yeah. like like w- w- was there any moment during kind of that t- that time period that like s- like sticks out that you felt like oh man like i'm i'm actually doing this like yeah yeah there's a couple there's a couple moments uh well one of them i remember when we when we got aired on like teen mom or something <laughs> and like getting hit up from like all these girls in high school that like, <laughs> used to ignore me. They're like, I just saw you on Teen Mom. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it was like a 15 second clip. Or something. Um, no, but more, more realistically, there was a, there was like a show, a radio show that we played in Puyallup, Washington. 
yeah. uh, for Kiss, the radio station up there. And then I think we did one with you guys in the uh, around Christmas time too. Yeah. And yeah. like we weren't we didn't headline either or something like that. I think like three out three or actually Cobra might have done the mm-hmm. yeah Christmas one. But I just remember like both of those shows were massive. I think the Pew Hop one was like four thousand kids and then yeah, it was like people and s- then seven thousand or something. Yeah, and like I I just remember at the Pew Hop one like everybody was singing that song back to us and i just like i just started fucking bawling on stage <laughs> uh and i like turned around and i remember like making eye contact with andrew or nick or something and they're just like what are you doing <laughs> uh but it was just one of those moments where it was just like holy shit this is this is super real and like yeah this is like a dream come true of sorts um so there were there were definitely moments where it was like yeah this is this is happening um, but you know, and then it's kind of fleeting and like you always want, then you want more. Right. Yeah. And then more never came for <laughs> a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that having that success with that song, uh, changed your thought process into making the next record? Like, do you, th- do you think that having, that to like aim for and that to be a possibility is something that like changed what you guys did on the next record definitely i mean the it changed the whole course of like us as a band uh whether it was like making more like country leaning stuff or like what the label wanted to do with us for like oh you need to be more radio friendly and mm-hmm. um yeah it definitely like shifted everything which is funny because that was the last song that was put on that record, like Nick and Justin wrote it after we had done the whole record. Um, excuse me. Which, um, which like tends to always be the case right, with, like, yeah. with big like, songs. <laughs> I think they did it in our van or maybe in your guys's bus or yeah, something. Yeah. And the, on the AP, AP tour, AP right. Tour, yeah. Which was after we had done the all of on your side. Uh, so yeah, it was like a very, you know, fleeting, like just kind of a, Okay, well, we have to write one more song, and 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 then it turned out to be the smash, uh, gold single, the gold single. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it definitely changed everything. And then like, which I guess inevitably, but inevitably was our downfall of like, yeah, we're gonna be like a country band or whatever. And um, I mean, I think a lot of things went into it of just like what i would change uh you know following that but uh you know you live and you learn yeah. do, do you remember um the first time you felt like it was gonna be done uh yeah i well i it was just like a lot of things like happening like just kind of losing um control of like the directions that you wanted things to go in or like you know, coming off of that, coming off of that kind of high and then like watching that slowly like chip away. Like we did a, you know, we did our record with a big time producer and, you know, the label paid absorbent amounts of money for it. And like, and that was all cool, but it was just like, there were just like feelings like there just like wasn't the level of excitement from you know, people that had given that prior and it was like, Oh, that's, that's weird. And it's like, Oh, um, and then like, you know, the whole build up to like trying to get a record out and it just like not working and not getting tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just like, you know, brick by brick falling away kind of thing. And, uh, so and it was like a long, felt like a long thing. Yeah. But, but really it was <coughs> probably only like, you know, a year and a half or so, I, mean, I guess, which is a long time, yeah. uh, and, and a band's life. But, uh, yeah, it w- well, and I think we just took so much time to like, cause like that single kind of hit later in the cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well now we have to really push this. And then we had to go and write or Justin and Nick had to go and write. And then, um, so it just took so much, so much time, oh. and uh, you know I don't I don't blame anybody but ourselves uh, for making the choices that we did, 
Um, and you know, it just didn't work out. Mm. And I mean, I think, you know, one of the more like frustrating things being in a band is like having an album done yeah, and then not being able to put it out. Yeah. Just sitting on it. Which and, like, and then it kind of takes away the steam and the excitement sure. that you have for it. You know? I mean, we released like a EP of like four or five of the songs prior to the record coming out, like six months before the record came out. Yeah, I remember that, that. That definitely like that just sucked. Yeah, like, oh, and it's shit. like by the time the record's out, you're kind of over it almost. Yeah, exactly. It was like yeah. the first four songs. Like, who wants to get a record? It's like I already know all these first yeah. ones. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that. We've talked about that a lot, like the first song and how if you've already heard that one, for some reason it like sucks some life out of the Definitely, record. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I don't know why that is, but. I'm kind of, uh, now there, there, now there's this whole thing, like like the National put out like five fucking singles. Or I mean, like I feel like every band right now is putting out like half, half the of the record, record yeah. like before it comes out, which to me it just takes away the excitement of when the album comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I don't, I, I guess I I guess now that we're in kind of a more like single based uh yeah. you know, industry or whatever, I guess that's what they're going for. But for me I, I love listening to records. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm not really like a single song kind of guy, but I like listening to the whole piece and it's like well, if I already know five of these songs, then you want to skip them. <laughs> yeah, kinda. And then you might miss the point of what the they exactly, were trying to do. Yeah. Even if yeah. that maybe wasn't I, I doubt the national is like, hey, let's put five songs out before this record comes. Yeah, it's just or or like stuff. War on Drugs. They put oh out my God, so many, so many. Um, yeah. but they also signed to you know Atlantic prior to this release, and uh, it's like I'm sure that it's probably like, you know, I don't know, maybe it's the label, and they're like, we need to do this because this is what people do now. I like, would I would say eighty, eighty percent of eight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I th- I think for us, which is why like us thinking of ourselves like not really in the music industry and just in like we're in the business of the main, not you know we don't we don't have to pay attention to what other people are doing. Sure. It's like we're able to keep, you know, we like live in the in the present and em- em- embrace all these things that are happening, but then keep certain aspects that to us make it important, you know, which is like m- like making albums that are important to people, not just like songs and like sure. we, we put so much attention on that you know on like making every album seem important sure which is why you know it's down down to every little bit you know you guys yeah. get like a, a house and you have a an entire like energy that surrounds yeah each piece of thing each piece of music which 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 is in from a fan of you guys and i'm sure what your fans enjoy about it too is like it makes the whole thing like a a new era or a new moment mm-hmm. um yeah. instead of like oh here's another record we'll probably yeah. put another one out like yeah. in two years <laughs> and it'll be like uh, it'll be like this one or whatever <laughs> it's like no each one is like a defined moment in time and of who you guys are and like and that's exciting and that's that's what i love about your guys records or like anybody else who still kind of subscribes to that yeah. mentality of like you know, we've changed, so here's something different than mm. well, some old fun. junk. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. No problem. <laughs> My dad is blowing me up. Hold oh on. Geez. Let's see. Mm. Are you going to be at the house by 3.30? I'm borrowing my dad's car right <laughs> now. And his, uh, his girlfriend needs it to go hiking. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, are you, well, you going to well, go we hiking? Can, we, can, we can end soon. But no, we, we got... I just need to be out of here by three. What time is that? Oh, two thirty-three. Yeah. yeah, we got another question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. What's uh, what's what's next in your life right now? What's <laughs> that's a good question. That's a bad question. But um, hold on. People. No, uh, not a bad question. Uh, just a just a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, right now, for those who don't know, I mean, I don't think anybody knows what I'm up to, but uh, <laughs> um, just working. I work for a band, an old 70s rock band 
called America and I tour with them. And uh, the plan is right now to, to continue touring with them while I kind of figure out what it is I, uh, I want to do next. I don't, I, I don't really, I guess, subscribe to, uh, like, oh, this A is going to, yeah. this is going to be, uh, what, what you know, you whatever is next <laughs> for me is going to be it. And I'm going to hunker down into that. I think I have a really hard time, uh, committing to like one thing I get, I get like really pretty stir crazy or, uh, afraid. Um, excuse me. Um, do you like touring? I do. Um, in this, in this regard, it's, it's way different, you know, like not playing and also being around like a bunch of old people. And stuff. <laughs> 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 it's so, it's so different. It's so much slower. Um, and it's like a whole new side of things that, you know, are, is very different than like what you guys do or what yeah. I used to do or whatever. Um, but it's, you know, it's still similar. Um, every day is like the same in a new place. Yeah. Um, or can be, um, but uh, you know, uh, as of right now, I'm just like, I'm kind of doing a lot of soul searching and trying to figure out, um, a lot about what it is that I want to do. And I think what, what the, uh, starting point of that is just making shit and like taking those steps that we were talking about earlier about like not being afraid to create or, uh, be, you know, not be closed off to, uh, any idea that kind of strikes you. Mm-hmm. Um, which can be hard because if you, you know, if you don't have a job or something like that, then it's, uh, very expensive and, and you know, living in LA, it's like, I have to, I have to have some sort of foundation to do maybe the things that I want to do. Um, but also like touring makes it really hard to follow yeah. certain paths yeah. when you're always gone. Especially with like, you're doing it, it's like weekends, right? Yeah. So like I fly out every weekend for months at a time. I'm gone every single weekend. Yeah. And it, you always need that. Like even on stuff like that, you need the day after just to like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's exactly. a lot. It's like, and the, by that time it's like, oh, you have, I have two days two, at yeah, home during the week and yeah. I'm like, oh shit, what the hell do I get done? Or, uh, you know, yeah. you also, it's, it's incredibly hard maintaining relationships Totally. Uh, with friends or, you know, the ladies or whatever. Especially uh, at this age. Like, it's, yeah. I feel like it's even harder. It's like everybody's yeah. everybody's moving, mm-hmm. moving on, and you're just kind of like stuck in this like time frame. Of, yeah. You know, you can, you can be gone for six months out of a year, and you're just like, oh, like, I'll just go home and go back to what I was doing when everyone just like kept moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which can be really tough. And I'm kind of also like battling with that is like oh, shit this is like this is a lot of time that you know you're mm-hmm. just devoting to like being out and it's like and like i, f- I feel like you know touring and, and living the life that we live kind of like you have to watch yourself from not getting like stuck in the same spot Definitely. and like not yeah. like letting like like mentally letting yourself like mature in in in, in the way that a, a a person that wasn't doing this would do because you're, you're kind of living in a, a Arre- arrested development. Yeah. State. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can, you can very easily, I mean, I think, and it probably happens to a lot of people. Um, you know, you think like, Oh yeah, I'm out and I'm touring and I'm doing this. And like, I'm, 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 I'm experiencing the world. Whatever. I'm experiencing the but, world, but in but reality, you're, really you're not. frozen in time and you're just coasting along and like, yeah, uh, not really learning or, or, you know, experiencing anything new. I mean, a city's a city is a city. It's all the same kind yeah. of stuff after a while. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's a whole nother part of it. It's like kind of coming to terms of like, okay, I need to continue growing as a person while doing this stuff and like not being a, you know, 50 year old man boy yeah yeah <laughs> which i I, th- I think kind of goes along with what you're talking about earlier of like taking responsibility for your life you know like sure. taking responsibility yeah. that like you can't you know at a certain point you know i could only use the excuse of like hey i tour all the time so that's why i do certain things that's why i act a certain way or you know it's like after a while you just have to like no i'm a 27 year old man 
I, I, <laughs> you, yeah. you, like you have to be responsible sure. for what you're doing and you, you you can't use the fact that oh i'm gone all the time i'm doing this i'm doing that as like a as a crutch sure and, yeah and it's so Which, easy to and like i'm sure we all and, have and, lots of time and, oh, and like people will just accept it too yeah. and then it just takes you like really having to look in the mirror to like Man. be like yo wake the fuck up you you gotta <laughs> like address this shit yeah. um yeah and and especially with like relationships and stuff it's so yeah. easy to just be like hey look like i'm gone a bunch mm-hmm. uh you know we'll hang when i when we can it's like you know yeah. like if you love if you love this person or you love this friend or whatever like you got to make a really strong effort totally. to keep these people in your life. Otherwise like you're, it's all gone, you yeah. know? And it, it like, I think, I think that's a side of touring that people really don't understand is like, you know, it's all glitz and glamor and like, yeah, you're out there traveling the world. It's like, well, yeah, but we don't have normal lives and we like not, uh, I'm not trying to like sound like, uh, you know, we have it hard or anything like that. <laughs> but it just like, you know, there's so much that you don't think about that you have to like really maintain and really work hard to like, you know, keep those relationships at home that, strong. And that's the biggest thing is like, you have to put in the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, that's kind of where I got lost in it a little while, like maybe a few years ago. It's like, you're just kind of accepting like what you're saying is like, Oh, I'm the one that's like gone all the time. Sorry. Yeah. Just deal with me because I'm like that. Right. Instead of like, it's no, it's you're the one that's gone. So you need to be the better person and you exactly. need to go and reach out to the people and which I'm still having a hard time fucking yeah, doing. It can, but it can be tough because you can, you sink into these like rhythms of like, oh, I'll call him tomorrow or, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I'll call him when I get a second or something. Or, I'm like, fucking tired. I just, I don't want to go do anything, but sometimes <laughs> yeah. you just got to go like, yeah, call your grandma, you know, <laughs> like yeah. make some effort. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think. You know, I'm kind of at a crossroad or it's like, you know, I would love to still play music. And I would, I think uh, that side of things, I'm, I'm still very much uh, on board with. Um, but I also want to try a lot of different things. And so I'm kind of at a place where it's like, I'll, uh, I'll work and, you know, make mm. some cash and uh, figure out what the hell I want to make mm. and like do. And, and are the, are the, just do are the chances of rocket doing something again possible? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, definitely have like floated the idea around a bunch. I think it's just, uh, pretty tough to get four very different lifestyles like lined up. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean the possibilities there, we just need to like, I think need to, uh, find the time and like inspiration to make it happen mm-hmm. uh it's nice that you guys didn't end like on bad terms with each other which right is, yeah so the, and like the options i, I think seeing 8123 fests like seeing your set was pretty clear that like we're good yeah we're, we're and we're, oh <laughs> and and like there's something there that you had that you have sure. yeah that you know, like the the chemistry between you well, guys I, I think i think you and i we talked about it over the best sandwich in la yeah um we did it's called larchmont wine and cheese is that where i went it. yeah that's where oh, you God, went to beautiful um number two sandwich which one's that? not in la i'm saying oh okay okay your number two sandwich yeah okay mm-hmm. um was that you know maybe if 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 you really look at it you could say that we ended kind of prematurely oh yeah um and that we definitely could have like bounced back, which is definitely true. I think everybody was just kind of like burnt out from the uh, situation that unfolded leading up to the release of the record and stuff. And we all just kind of wanted to try different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely could have kept going and worked at it and stuff. Um, so I think, you know, that kind of uh, level of like, well, what would have happened or something mm-hmm. if we had just stuck it out? I think that still exists. So like, um, yeah, after playing the fest, 8123 fest, it was kind of like, this is, this is pretty good. This is pretty fun. And I think people, uh, would enjoy maybe seeing it again. I don't know. Yeah. We're not a legit band, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would, we would love to have you guys play at the next fest. Okay. Well, we'll see. 
So we'll see if they, if Maybe. they make it <laughs> make it happen by then. Yeah. If if so. we are, there'll be four question marks on the <laughs> on the ad <laughs> mat again. Yeah. If anybody yeah. has made it this far in the park in the podcast, then uh, yeah, you know, only you know the secret. Yeah. <laughs> there's four question marks on the ad mat. Rocket <laughs> is playing. <laughs> Wild and free, front to back. <laughs> hey, uh, I'd watch uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. From the back at the bar. <laughs> no, you should do back to front. Okay. Because yeah. if the you wait, you put the first four songs out first. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now <laughs> we'll do the we'll do the you know start this, at the end. This is yeah. It's this like, is anti. Uh, there was like release. A, there was like a super depressing song. It's the last song about like <laughs> the wind beneath my wings or something. <laughs> Angel <laughs> wings oh, or something. Man. Justin had a heavy hand in the Christian uh, <laughs> <laughs> writing of that album. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to pull a Kendrick and r- release that album backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the collector's edition. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, well, this podcast is brought to you by f- uh, f- Fishing Poles. Um, Lux, get, Lux Coffee. Get Lux mm-hmm. Coffee. Actually. What are you drinking? I went to DeSoto Market. Oh. This is brought to you by Downtown Phoenix Coffee. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you listening. And creatine. And creatine. <laughs> People you are gonna really think you got a you got a problem here. I'm on creatine, baby. <laughs> are you really? I'm really yeah. on it. I, I'm trying to get a little jacked. Damn. I am trying to take my climbing to a professional level. <laughs> so what well, what what exactly does the creatine do for you? Uh I don't does it fully help, know. Does it's it like help mu- gain muscle, muscle muscle recovery, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I have some amino acids that I take that also help your muscles recover. Then I take some protein. Well, y- you're 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 looking good. Thanks, man. So. We'll we'll post a picture of me with my shirt <laughs> off to go with this podcast. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Peace out. Later. Right. God bless. Happy New Year. <laughs>